Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. This is Sam, host of Against the Green, and we are back December 7th, uh, Thursday, December 7th. And I'm going to be going over a few things today, talking about epigenetics, um, subversion, I've been watching some stuff from Yuri ben- Beminov. I don't remember his name at the moment. I'll go over it in a second. And uh, COVID and all this other stuff that's going on. A few updates from the whole net netcoins thing. It's, it's been quite an interesting week. Very interesting week. K-N-A-C-K-S. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I take donations. I sell it real cheap. <clears throat> thrift shop prices i like to keep the prices low even if it's a really good quality item i like to keep the prices low because it's always good to have a good thrift shop fine keep those prices low for people who are not able to afford really nice things um while also being able to put a little bit of the money pocket money in the pocket i do take a lot of it and put it right back into the community uh food banks community projects anybody in the community that's in need um, keeping it going, keeping it going, just making that middleman work. So I have got a copious amount of donations right now. So stay with me. I've been a little busy this week taking care of a few things, but I'm going to be getting a whole bunch of that stuff up and uh, available to you guys. And yes, if you are not in the area of Saskatchewan and you do wish to buy an item, if you are willing to pay the shipping, I am totally willing to ship for you. So it's not that it's entirely limited to just this area. Um, if you are far away and you definitely want to buy, go for it. I don't say, I don't say why not. Because <clears throat> spread that love. Uh, another thing, freedomforcanada.com. Freedomforcanada.com. You can go over there, um, join their newsletter, join their, um, don't feel free to donate to them. Um, haven't heard any updates yet, but these folks are taking the government to court in order to prove that in order for them to be able to do what they're doing, they have to have proof of claim uh, with the health orders and all this other nonsense, which they simply don't have right now. So we're going, they're going, well, not we, they're going for a judicial hearing uh, review in February. So um, give me a sec here. Grab your phone. Cool. Close that door. Sweet. The hubs just came in and grabbed his phone. Um, where was I? Oh, yes, check them out. Um, sign up, stay tuned. They are extremely educated and they are willing to take this on. And it's, you need to get involved with these people if you can become a member. Even if you got five bucks kicking around, throw it their way because unfortunately, going to court is not exactly a very cheap process, but it is a lot more cheaper when you don't have, um, you know, you're paying people that aren't actually going to do anything for you, you do it yourselves. And that's what they're doing. Um, another two things. I started a Patreon. You can find me Patreon at known as Sam. Um, I post all of my blog posts there, free, available. I'll be doing like uh, in the future. I intend on doing like classes and things, any any sort of that more personalized stuff for um, people if they want to join as members and get some 
stuff that way. But for the most part, the overwhelming majority of my stuff is for free because I like to get things for free and I like to give things for free. And I hate that word, but that's how it goes. I've also joined Hive. So you can find me on Peak D at known as Sam as well. Hive Blockchain. So if you want to support me a little bit financially, pop over to Patreon, become a, uh, become a patron, or pop over to Hive and join Hive for free. You can join these things for free. Join Hive for free, uh, blockchain blogging. Upvote, comment, and reblog my stuff. Um, anything else? I don't think so. And then, I mean, as always, my show because I'm going to be starting to work. So stay tuned for this next while. This month, I'm going to be taking some time to work on videos and having video supplementation of the materials that I read from, having some screen share, things like that. So, you know, when you go to YouTube or BitChute and you see these people that are talking and instead of just hearing my voice and hearing from the screen and, you know, me just talking to the screen, I want to be able to provide the material uh, available to you on the screen as well as the links so you can see what you you know what I'm talking about instead of just going to things and trying to find things and blah 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 that's that's going to be coming too I'm going to be putting more effort into that <clears throat> so a lot of things coming this next little while starting January I want to start getting back uh, end of January February I want to start getting uh, guests back on the show people who are incredibly intelligent who have a lot to share and getting back to the fundamentals of why my show was started in the first place, having people who are outside of the system against the grain, um, speaking about their experiences, how they got to where they are today. Uh, what, like, their, like their knowledge just everything about them is absolutely incredible. And I look forward to actually having people back on the show um, to be able to do that. Instead of just hearing me talk all the time, it would be nice to have people back on the show to share what they want to share and uh, get the story out there. All right, <clears throat> so going forward, we're just going to be talking a little bit today about epigenetics. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about this subversion. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because I, how did I even come across this? I was watching, where um, I, was, I was listening to this audiobook. This book is called, give me a second here. It didn't start with you. Um, give me one sec. I'll go find the link for you guys. It didn't start with you by Mark Wolin. Give me one sec. I will pop over to uh website here and grab the link if you guys want to check it out. Didn't start with you. And I've always, when I share links to things like books, um, I strongly encourage everybody who's listening, um, who comes to my blogs, who comes to my radio show, anything, any place like that. Uh, if you have money, please support the author because it really sucks having all your stuff, you know, being shared around um, and not getting any sort of financial compensation for it. So if you have money, definitely support the author. If you don't have money or you'd like to, you know, if you'll have money in the future or whenever, feel free to check out this link. Um, I'm on chapter two right now. And this book has been really eye-opening and incredibly informative in a lot of things. So I knew once upon a time, that um you know things like epigenetics like our our the science that is coming out this last little while is absolutely incredible it's incredible that's about the only way i can say it um like it this the the science that i grew up with back when i was in school or even in university it's stone age knowledge compared to this um, like, like there was a lot of theories about, you know, your genes learning and stuff. And like, it was traditional knowledge. 
Um, you know, things like um, having pregnant women. When you have a pregnant woman, you're not supposed to stress her out. You're basically supposed to pamper her, make sure all her needs are met, all these things, because things like having a woman constantly stressed out can affect the baby. And now that we're actually able to have the tools to measure a lot more of these things and science is progressing at an absolutely incredible rate. And like the stuff that they're doing behind the scenes, we don't even know about. It's just next level shit. Um, but the stuff we know about is next level shit. And that's the stuff that's able to come to the public. Um, you know, Jean's learning. Jean's learning is absolutely incredible. Um, so we're going to go back to subversion. But anyway, I started reading this, listening to this audiobook, And I started um, YouTubing some of this stuff. And YouTubing some of the people that he sources in his book. Like uh, Bruce Lipton. Rachel Ye or Yehuda. I think that's her name. Rachel Yehuda. Something like these people like that. And then this video popped up. Um, let me find the link here. Give me a sec. I've got like 30 freaking links open. As per the usual. Um, so I came across this. And it's the four steps for American subversion. And I'll take and I'll post this here for you guys. Um, the video uh, which he talks about. It's about an, it's an, hour and an hour and three minutes. And I strongly recommend you guys check out this video here. I'll just type this here. Bruce Lipton's Bruce Lipton's seminar. Oh no, sorry, not Bruce Lipton. Um, geez, wrong guy. Um, what is his name? Why can't I find his name anywhere? Give me a sec here. Yuri. There we go. We'll just call him Yuri because I can't I can't pronounce his last name. It's a Bez Bezmanov. Bezmanov? Yuri Bezmanov? Okay. Not Bruce Lipton. Yuri Bezmanov. There we go. Yuri Bezmanov. If I'm even spelling that right. Uh, video. Boom. Right there for you guys. Um, and in that video, it's an hour long, and it goes a lot more into depth than the article that I pulled up here just for summary's sake. For the um, the show here today, uh, Yuri Yuri uh, article. Boom. There we go. Um, he goes over four ways for a subversion of a country. And this guy is a former KGB member, so he kind of knows, like KGB agent, so he kind of knows what he's talking about. He's been there. He's done that. I think this guy's from, like, Russia. So, like, he's, he's been in the communist countries. He's kind of worked with this shit. He's seen it firsthand, kind of helped out a little bit um, on getting this stuff done. But he talks about these four principles, um, these four steps in order to be able to take over a country without having to fire a bullet. Because we've gone through things like World War One and World War II, and we've had all these other wars and stuff, and it really sucks to lose a bunch of your men. It really sucks. So then rather than losing a bunch of your men, they have come up with ways um, in order to be able to infiltrate, take over, and convert an entire society without having to fire a single bullet. I mean, obviously, people who speak out about a lot of these things tend to just go missing, you know, get suicided, 
things like that. Anybody who stands out and starts ridiculing or um, questioning, pointing out that these things are going sideways. They tend to just either get discredited because fact checkers are all the rage now. They just simply disappear. You know, they have to run for their lives, but it, this, this, things like that. Anyway, goes over these four steps. Uh, number one, demoralization. This is a process which can take 15 to 30 years to perform. To perform. It's about a generation's time. Now, I'm going over this, and being a millennial, um, I notice a startling difference when it comes to the education of the Gen X, the boomers, the millennials, because we had the boomers, you know, the American dream, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm in Canada, but I mean, a lot of the principles are the same here too. We're just, you know, a step ahead, a step ahead of into socialism, um, which people call crony capitalism. We're in a step ahead into having complete societal destruction, whatever label you want to put even agree what it is at this point. I mean, we look at Russia. I was looking at a TikTok video the other day and they were saying it's socialism in Russia and the Russians are saying, oh, it's not socialism, it's crooked capitalism or oligarchy capitalism and all this stuff, regardless of what it is at this point that nobody can even agree because they don't even know what anything is anymore. It's trash. We're just going to go that way. It's just trash. Boom. Call it the, the, the dumpster. That's it. So I've noticed a startling difference when it comes to education between the Gen X and the millennials and myself being a millennial. Yes, I'm not that old. Believe it or not, I'm not even 30 yet, guys. <laughs> Next month I turn 30. So I'm not even 30 yet. So like this is kind of a big, big deal. I went to university. I um. I learned these things, how like, you know, oh, we need to love globalism. We need to love this. We need to do that. We need to do this. We need to do all the things in order to be able to destroy our national identity, which actually makes our national identity, which really doesn't make any sense, but okay. Um, I went and I got my socialist brainwashing. And uh, then I left school and then I realized um, how bad it really was and the things they taught us in school was a complete cultural, political, moral takeover. It was a complete destruction of what we had going. And I'm not going to sit here and say that what we had going was the most amazing either. I mean, if <laughs> we're not talking in generalities here. We're not talking in blatant statements here. It is blatantly obvious that Canada has a lot of blood on its hands for like the indigenous people, for the political system, for, you know, residential schools, hell, even immigrants with the internment camps and things during the wars. Like there's, there's a lot of really gross shit that has happened here on these lands. So we're not going to pretend by any stretch of the imagination that um, we're going to pretend it, it, it's all hunky-dory. At the same time, we're also not going to pretend that um, sharing your resources with other people in your community is a bad thing either. So if anybody's listening right now that's like, oh, damn you, Sam, that's, that's socialism a good thing, and you're like, oh, damn capitalism, and blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen. Again, we're not talking in Blaipman statements. Capitalism is not exactly the all, the, the, the end-all, be-all. Now, there's other solutions in between where we can find happy mediums and all these other things, and unfortunately, a lot of them also require, you know, like... um breaking small scaling a lot more of our communities but that's another discussion for another time 
I just ask that you sit here and you listen to the things that I'm saying today without allowing um, your emotions to really get up in arms, especially if, you know, you are one of those people like me who, if we have access, I'd like to be able to gift it to other people. And that's what I'm working on um, is to be able to create uh, that anarchaic, agoristic um, gifting system. In other words, we, we, we are able to freely dispose of our own wealth as as much as we see fit at the same time having a highest a higher level of consciousness where we don't need to hoard billions of dollars to ourselves to make ourselves happy if we have a billion dollars sitting at our disposable that we put it back into society in a way that's actually going to benefit society and not doing things like you know making vaccines which is going to fucking kill half of society and enslaving the rest um, taking that next level of consciousness and starting to understand things like, you know, uh, the epigenetics that they understand that they're using that knowledge against us in order to be able to enslave us even further and destroy the soul, destroy the consciousness and just make us a shell of a being that just does what they say. Creating that, that weird disto that your weird utopia, um, with a bunch of slaves underneath and thinking they are gods when, you know, there's God all in all of us. And it's, it's another rant for another time. Anyway, um, back to the reading. During this stage, the moral, moral fiber and integrity of the country is put into question, thereby creating doubt in the minds of the people. To do so, manipulation of the media and academia is required to influence young people. And I'm talking to you millennials and millennials and younger. This started in the Gen X. And it's getting pushed real hard in my age because I cannot find a lot of people my age, not going to lie, not that I'm hating on people my age too hard because there are good people out there. Again, blanket statements do not belong here. Um, but generally, I cannot find a lot of people my age that are for things like pro-capitalism, Pro being able to, you know, have your own wealth and be able to dispose of it freely as you see fit. There's a lot of people my age where they think they need to have their hands in everybody else's pockets because they're entitled to such. There's a lot of people my age that, you know, aren't for uh, closed borders. At, they want to constantly bring people in to help, to help, to help, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad thing to have people in to come help. Like, you know, if, if you have an abundance of wealth and you have an abundance of space, bringing in people in order to be able to like, you know, give them the opportunity that you've or a similar opportunity that you've had um, bringing those people in and be like, Hey, we know, you know, we, we, we want to be able to share with you what we've got going on here. We want you to be able to experience these things too, blah, blah, blah. That's not a bad thing, but forcing people to give when they've got nothing to give and taking things away from you to the point where you are, not even able to put food on your own fucking table and giving those things to other people after you bust your balls. It's like, and then, and then not only then being told that you are not intelligent enough, capable enough or responsible enough to be able to look after your own affairs and that somebody else needs to do it for you because you're a child. Like that's pretty freaking insulting. And we have that on top of this thing too. We have this, we have, and, um, it's just, there, there's a lot of people my age that really truly think that um, they've, they've got mommy and daddy issues. 
And I know that's offensive, but to be honest, I really don't care. A lot of them do have mommy and daddy issues because their parents did not spend enough time with them. Um, and they spoiled the shit out of them and, uh, filled their head with a bunch of mindless crap and didn't love them enough. Anyway, moving forward, there's my, my little bit of a tidbit of negativity day. Toxic negativity. Just kidding. Moving on. Okay. Um, as the younger generation embraces new values, such as Marxism and Leninism, the older generation slowly loses control simply through attrition. Again, true facts no longer matter during this stage, but rather creating perceptions are of paramount importance. How many of my listeners who are going to listen to this podcast whenever you, either today or in the future or whenever you hear this, how many of you people are reading that and think of how your feelings are more important than facts? Isn't it interesting to note that we've just gone through like a whole giant period where... Your emotions, the way you feel, takes precedence over fact. It's like, you know, I could be a total bag to somebody, but because my feelings are more important than theirs, like it's, 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 it, my feelings are the only ones that matter. Or it's like, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, so bear with me. Um, you know what? No, I'm not even going to talk about that today because I don't feel like being hated on too hard. Um, <clears throat> just, just in general, we'll just go like that in general. Cause I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to ruin this podcast. That's another rant for another time, um, with the LGBTQ community and things like that. Um, that's another podcast that I want to go over that there's a lot of things that I've noticed, um, in that community that have been absolutely incredible. Um, very, uh, carving the way on a lot of things, but very behind on many other things, <clears throat> going backwards in many, in the sense of many things. But anyway, um, feelings over feelings over facts, uh, which doesn't work in things like law and all this stuff. It's, there's no balance anymore. It's your, your feelings are what's more important over facts. Uh, number two, destabilization. The purpose of the step is to change the status quo, particularly the country's economy, foreign relations, and defense systems. The intent is to create a massive government permeating society and becoming intrusive in the lives of its citizens. Hello. This can take from two to five years to perform. Again, with the active support of academia pushing youth in this direction. Here, entitlements and benefits are promised to the populace to encourage their support. Basically, they are bribing the people to accept their programs. Wow. Just sit there for one moment. Just sit there for one moment and think about that. And if you grab the link, read over that again. Pause this and read over that again and really think about that. Really think about the programs that they're bringing in. Things like universal health care. 
because it'd be nice to not be stuck with the, you know, like a hundred thousand dollar bill because you broke your fucking toe. Even though the insurance companies are the ones who did this to Americans in the first place. Um, in Canada, the bills are starting to go up quite drastically as well. And apparently our healthcare is great because we don't have to go pay to see the doctor. But we're on the road down a lot harder than the Americans are. And I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to say that there's all like the Canadian system is super amazing or that it's super, super bad. Um, there's definitely some one-ups on the American system that is way, you know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, again, having to pay like, you know, like $5,000 out of pocket for one fucking x-ray because you stubbed your toe. That's a little ridiculous. Um, but entitlements and benefits are promised to the populace to encourage their support. Like, it's just, it's, this is so, like, this is such a slap in the face, guys. Like, I just, I, I read this, like, I watched the video and I read this and I was just like, Wow! Unreal. Vesmanov claims that this stage is completed. When, after this stage is completed, the naive college professors are no longer needed, and since they are undoubtedly pro, or since they will undoubtedly protest government policies, when they discover the truth, they will be disposed of quickly. He cites examples of this occurring in Nicaragua. Granada, Afghanistan, and Bangladesh. Going back to the education system again. How many of you out there that are also millennials went to university because you were told that university is the way to go? Being an academic is the way to go. How many of you in general now are being told specifically regarding COVID that you are not an academic, you are not a scientist, you are not in the know, so therefore you need to be told, you need to do as you're told simply because you did not go to school, therefore you do not understand. Is it not interesting that Dr. Fauci is an academic making policies that is completely running the United States, that a lot of the world, the rest of the globe is going off of a lot of his recommendations and things, but we're listening to him more than we are a doctor who's discovered something like ivermectin to help patients. And how the fuck is it that a doctor who's discovered things like steroids and ivermectin to actually help patients is being told that he's a political pawn, he's got no education, and therefore he's, not, he's got no say, he's just dabbling in politics. But yet some guy who that's all he does is read books and make policies. He doesn't do any actual field work. He just tells everybody what to do because he's so smart is the one making rules for the whole fucking country. That for a second. Kind of a wild thing to think about. How we place education and book knowledge 
over direct experience. And yet we have these educated people who are running a country into the ground. I mean, Saskatchewan, we just had an election for, you know, the Saskatchewan legislator, whatever the fuck those politicians are. I don't even, I can't even think of the words right now. But like the, the political party. We just had that. And then after we did, we had a cabinet shift where they just shifted a bunch of people around into different positions. So like the minister of agriculture got moved to like the minister of something else. And like this fucking guy got moved to like the health off the, the minister of health from like the ministry of like food or something. I don't even know. Like it was, it was a wild shift. You know what? I don't know. I'm not going to Google it right now. But, like, you can just see, like, all their different areas that they've worked in, which have no bearing on one another. None. Other than being able to write pieces of paper that say, here are the rules are, and then sign it. Like, they've got no education. They've got no experience, but they're educated over people who are actually working in the field, who are actually understanding what works, who can actually see with their own fucking two eyes, who work with their own two hands, yet they're being told that they need to work under these people and they don't have the credentials of these people because they're not as educated. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's like I, I, you can sit here and write books all day long about how to survive the wilderness, but if you toss an academic who writes books on how to survive in the wilderness and plants and blah, 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 you toss him into the wild and let him go, he'll be dead within a week. That's it. You're done. Makes no damn sense. And then once these people start getting too intelligent, and in the video that I posted um, that is shared, the minute these people start understanding, like, hey, this I've been lied to. You know, like those people, those revolutionaries, where they're working in the system, working in the system, and then they realize, like, you know, after they kind of let up on the blind face a little bit, they realize, like, everything is a farce. And they go through and they break away and they start a revolution and there's all this other shit. Like, they're, those are the people, like the academics, the ones that do finally catch a clue. Those are the ones that the government is going to want to kill because they know too much. That's the problem. As soon as you, you know too much and you actually want to do something to make a change because people were looking up to you because you knew too much. The minute you actually want to go do something, they kill you. It's like you'll never get out of, like, anything like the Secret Service or anything. Because the minute you try and, like, leave anything like that, like, or, like, break open the bubble, it's like you're done. Um, this part is really important. Really fucking important. So, like, we forgot, like, the, the, you know, the 20 to 30 years that we had, that we took an entire educated the kids in school to be Nazis? Yeah, well, they did that with my generation. They did that in school. And uh, the younger generation. Then they went ahead and they destabilized everything. Um, for, uh, challenging the, to challenge the change the status quo, blah, blah, blah. You can also, I strongly suggest you guys, actually, I'll go find it right now. Um, Eddie Bernays, uh, The Century of Self. A friend of mine shared that with me, The Century of Self, four-part documentary series. Um, 
YouTube results. We'll just put that here. Actually, I'm just going to grab this link here really quick. Boop. And I will let you guys watch this. It's four documentary episodes, but this one is the all of them squished together. So it's about four hours long. Not meant to sit down in one sitting and watch. So you can watch one for an hour and then get up, have a coffee, and watch the next one the next day. And don't tell me you can't do something like that because if you motherfuckers can Netflix and you can uh, read... I barely even anybody, anybody even reads anymore. And if they do, it's fiction books. If you can sit there and you can watch your soap operas and you can watch, you know, like uh, your movies and play on your Facebook and stuff, you can watch this documentary series. The Century of Self. How do you think I get so smart? I actually learn things. Just kidding. I'm not that smart. I try to be, though, but I'm really not that smart. Um... That talks about Eddie Bernays, who was the nephew of Sigmund Freud, who started to understand the deeper consciousness and using that towards marketing. And not only marketing, like this guy was in with like the banks, the politicians. And if you needed um, somebody to buy your product and you had a lot of money or you needed like some policy change, you needed people to like kind of like get under it and stuff like Eddie was the guy you called. And he was in with everybody because he knew this shit. And according to him, you were just, you know, a dumb cow that needed to be given choices because you were too stupid to make a decision on your own. So therefore, we give you the decisions that you want to make and you get to choose. And um, don't take my word for it. I know there's going to be a lot of people offended over that, but that's how this man thought. And when you watch the Century of Self documentary, you can hear from his own daughter, his own daughter about what he thought about you. And this man ran America. In fact, Joseph Goebbels in uh, Nazi Germany, um, same time, they were around the same time, was actually like given credit to like Eddie and for the work that he was doing. These men kind of bounced off of a little bit, a little bit of each other. Um, incredibly intelligent for manipulation, being able to understand things like manipulation of the mind. Okay. Getting distracted. Crisis. This is a major step lasting to up to six weeks and involves a revolutionary change in power. This is where a cataclysmic event upsets and divides the country, thereby creating panic amongst its citizens. Recent examples include the 2011 upheavals in the Middle East, most notably Egypt and Libya. Two American symptoms would include circumventing the Constitution and altering the checks and balances of government and possibly martial law. What the fuck is going on with COVID right now? Bam. This ain't lasting six weeks. This is a crisis. This is lasting a lot longer. And it, it did come. And it did the, the, the first initial bits lasted six weeks. But we already know by now COVID, if there is a COVID, isn't even real. And if it's even a little bit real because apparently they found 50 protein vector coding in them but somehow even though they've isolated 40 to 50 proteins in order to identify this new alleged virus they still couldn't isolate it for the actual pcr testing um, so i don't know what the fuck they're testing for but that's another story for another time um, it was kind of cataclysmic. We were being told that this virus was killing all these people in China. 
it was going to come over and it's going to be dropping our people dead. Even though the death totals from this year are virtually the same as last year, but somehow COVID has just completely taken over everything. But it just scared the shit out of everybody because this was a new virus that completely decimates you in like one to two weeks. You catch it, your lungs basically like get inflamed, fill up with blood, and you die. Um, and not only that, it's asymptomatic spread. So you could be walking around healthy, just Joe Blow, but you can give it to Granny by going to like, you know, breathe on Granny, even though you're feeling perfectly fine. And then in a week, Granny's dead. It's like this is the perfect movie conspiracy theory kind of. Um, event at play deadly virus taking out the whole fucking planet that we need to lock ourselves in the homes for because it's gonna literally kill us all and you don't even know you have it that's how fucking dangerous it is but for some reason they've got to poke you in the damn brain or close to they got to shove a q-tip so freaking far up to your nose that it's got to poke the barrier for your freaking brain in order to be able to test for it and they've got to do like both nostrils and the tests are just insane. And then they have to amplify it using a test that amplifies this alleged virus in your system so many times to even show that you have it. Rather than culturing and seeing if after a couple of days the culture comes out positive or not, but whatever. It's just this whole thing is so wild. But this thing has completely decimated our views and ways of life. Because now we're scared to even touch each other. We're scared to go out in public. We're scared to see each other's faces, for fuck's sake. Like, holy smokes. Like, this is completely, like, trauma. This has given, like, a lot of trauma. And I'm going to be getting into eugenics and things and trauma right away. And how that's really messing with us. And how it helps destabilize us. But, like, this, this is a cataclysmic event. Right here. This is it. Then... Moving forward, normalization, the last one, number four, normalization. The final stage where the populace finally acquiesces and begins to assimilate communism. This can take up to two decades to complete. The new normal. The new normal. How many times do we keep hearing from our television about the new normal and how things aren't going back to the way they used to be? We only got to keep going forward with this new normal. We got to get our vaccines. We got to get our chips. We got to get our paperwork. We got to, you know, make sure we do everything that we can to save the elderly and save the immunocompromised. It's not even so much about the immunocompromised anymore. It's all about the elderly people. But yet these elderly people have been locked in their rooms since, what, March last year? March last year? It's going to be a year coming up in a couple months. Isolation. This is a torture method, and we're doing this to these fucking people that we claim to love so much for their own safety. Yeah, I'd love to see how many of these fucking people claiming this would love to be put in a room and allowed one fucking visitor that they get to see for the rest of their life. Because you'd go nuts. Wild. Absolutely disgusting and wild. 
And, you know, we say we do it for our, their, our best intentions. This is our best intention. Yeah, well, guess what? The road, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. FYI. But that was kind of a ground-shaking video that I watched that is just like, holy shit, this is literally happening to us as we speak. But this isn't just happening to us. This is happening to the whole fucking planet. Like, we are going into a new world order, like, communist takeover. A complete destruction of the soul. Using economies and having destroyed our knowledge and not allowing us to actually, you know, be able to engage in this knowledge because, you know, they're ripping our choices away from right underneath our fingertips. Like, we are, we are, we are being subverted right now. We are in the... We are in the crisis stage. And going forward, we're moving into the normalization stage. Like, holy smokes. That really threw me off when I was watching and reading that. And then coupled with this book that I've been reading, talking about trauma and um, encoding DNA into your trauma, or, or sorry, encoding trauma into your DNA. Um, There was a couple of studies here that I want to go over that are extremely important. Um, I pulled this one up from Live Science. This one is from 2013. Uh, fearful experiences passed on in mice families. Here, I'll post this here for you guys. You guys can check this out. Fearful experiences passed on in life most nice. Um, there we go. Mm -hmm. The children of family who lived through Dutch famine of 1994, or sorry, 1944, had low birth weights and suffered health problems throughout their lives, and their own children were smaller and plagued by poor health as well, studies have shown. Now new research in mice reveals how experience can be passed through generations due to changes in DNA. I posted the link for you guys to this book. I'm going to find another link here really quick. Um, this other book, it also talks about, we're going to be talking about epigenetics of like trauma and things here in a moment. But this other book, before I begin, because I don't want to forget, um, Deep Nutrition. Uh, from Catherine Shanahan. Why your genes need traditional food. This isn't just knowledge regarding um, trauma and all these other things. Um, there has also been a lot of studies regarding food and how what foods you eat also has an imprint on your DNA. And they've also had studies, like this one that they showed, this Dutch study with um, Jewish Holocaust survivors, where they have had people who um were starved and then went on to produce overweight offspring because their genes recognized that starving their parents starved and starving is bad so therefore the genes move to learn 
to put on weight, which made it difficult for these people to be able to lose weight um, because the genes remembered that, hey, we had a bad experience with loss of food, huh. so we're going to do the opposite. But then, you know, there's this Dutch study where it's showing that, yes, like moving forward, like their counterparts um, might be more suffering in their health, particularly mental health. Um, here, deep nutrition book link. Oh. Okay, back to article. Where did you go, my friend? Uh oh. Where did I put it here? Here we go. Um, scientists trained mice to associate the scent of cherry blossoms with the fear of receiving an electric shock and found that the mice pups and grand pups were more sensitive to the scent even though they didn't receive the shock in training. So again, they... they gave these mice electric shocks at the same time they gave a cherry blossom scent. Pavlov's dog. You ring the bell, the dog sal uh, salivates. And after a while, when you ring the bell, even if there's no food, you know, you ring the bell, you give the food, the dog salivates. The dog will be conditioned to a response where the bell rings, and even though there is no food, the dog will salivate. Same thing with these mice. Electric shock, cherry blossom scent. Then they bred these mice. And the pups and the grand pups, even though they've never received an electric shock, when they were given the cherry blossom scent, they got more on edge, they got more jittery, blah, blah, blah. Now, how would these mice know that this cherry blossom scent is an indicator of pain if the genes wouldn't have learned it. Um, moving forward, these modifications which can dial the expression of a particular gene up or down are known as epigenetic mechanisms. Certain environments or experiences can trigger the attachment of chemical markers to a gene that controls whether the gene to be used or to make proteins, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes. Dias and colleague Dr. Carrie Ressler exposed mice to a cherry blossom scent and gave them electric foot shocks that the animals learned to associate the scent of fear, pain, blah, blah, blah. I just told you about this. Second and third generation uh, of mice uh, experienced emotional trauma, so to speak, um, when they were given the scent. And in the book, it also goes over Rachel Yehuda. Um, she's a scientist that I think in 2016, 2015, it's, it's been fairly recent. Um, she actually found the gene. She actually found the gene that, uh, allows the gray matter encoding, so to speak, 
So these have been really new, really big advancements science here. Um, yeah, she studied the children of Holocaust survivors and of pregnant women who survived the 9-11 attacks. Um, but her science is a form of power for flourishing beyond the traumas large and small that mark each of our lives. So she studied uh, Holocaust survivors and she found that first generation, even though like, uh, like somebody who's a Holocaust survivor and they moved to America and then they had kids, they found, she found that the individual who went through it and the child who had, has never experienced anything like that often displayed the same symptoms of having gone through it themselves, even though they never had to deal with that. The children displayed the same symptoms. Um, pregnant women that were put through a bunch of stress they found that um, they had lower cortisol levels and the children were born with lower cortisol levels. And the children would often like, display um, things like uh, greater reflexes, um, more emotional instability, uh, things like that. Like, like the child was being put under trauma, even though they never really had to deal with the trauma. If the mother went through the trauma while she was pregnant, it encoded it into the children's um, mental development, genetic development, going through things like that. Um, so there's a lot of studies and knowledge and things coming out where um, when they're talking about like, you know, like residential schools and how that trauma goes back generations, even though like a lot of kids are not in residential schools today anymore. I mean, they're in the in foster systems and the jail systems, which are just as bad in my opinion, if not worse. Um, these people are experiencing through their genes the trauma of what their parents and their grandparents and even their great-grandparents had to go through. And this is becoming a pileup. Just everybody in society, more and more people are getting more and more traumatized and more and more destroyed. Um with the way things are going that it really makes you wonder if they're doing this in order to be able to do things like create trauma bond, uh, trauma bonding, Stockholm syndrome. Um, they've done studies like people who have multiple personality disorder, where when you're speaking to them, um, something can happen. Like you say a word, or um, they feel a certain feeling, or something happens, and suddenly they switch personalities. And the brain has literally, like, the reason this happens is because, you know, an individual, when they were younger, went through such a trauma, and it was so The brain literally cannot deal with it. It can't handle it. So what it does is it breaks apart, essentially, and creates a whole new personality to protect itself. 
that it it it's it protects the individual by essentially like putting on another mask, so to speak. You 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 take on a whole on a whole new identity and stuff, but like your brain, you you yourself don't know that it's actually there. It's like a secret compartment in your brain that your brain is automatically tapping into that you have no knowledge of recollection of because of the trauma that you went to because it's doing it to protect you because you literally cannot fucking handle it. Things like like kids who were like grown up that were raped, had their asses beat, like it, any sort of really bad traumatic event. Like it's like, you know, these things are like I just often wonder if these things are being used to the advantage of the abusers. Um because we all know how well abuse works when it comes to um being able to control somebody. I mean, you look at a domestic abuse situation, and I talked about that a few shows ago, like uh, when you Google what, what, what are the signs of a domestic abuse? And you don't, they don't automatically like, you know, slip you into abuse right away. It takes a while. First, you know, first they start isolating you from your friends, then they start, you know, making comments about your looks, then next thing you know, you know, like a while down the line, you're not allowed to leave the house, you don't have a bank account anymore, you don't have a job, you're getting your ass beat, you know, it's, it's things like that, women die over the shit, and men are abused too, men are abused by women too, um, makes you wonder, you know, how much abuse is being embodied into us that the elite know these things and they're putting out studies that we're able to understand these things like traditional knowledge knew all of this like if you talk to any sort of elders or shamans or anybody you know that's not like a guru but somebody who actually knows their shit um they know these things already science is really confirming what we already know just putting it more into perspective uh, because we tend to have a little bit of a left brain society here, which seems to think that if you can't, you know, use the five senses to say that it's real, it's not real. So that our, our since our me measuring instruments are actually able to find these genes like Rachel Yehuda did and be able to, you know, actually find proof that like, yes, like epigenetics is a really big deal. And like our, our genes are learning when it comes to our food that we eat, we have to eat traditional foods. Um, when it comes to our trauma, um, and in the book, he talks about uh, how he was losing vision in his eye. And this is the reason why he wrote this book in the first place. He was losing vision in his eye. And he went around the world trying to uh, figure out, like, trying to find some traditional healing. Like, you know, how, how, do I, um, how do I heal my eye? Because I'm losing my vision. If I go blind, like, my world's going to fall apart. Only to find two teachers um, who both told him to go home and uh heal the trauma with his parents and once he did that his vision came back like how many of our illnesses that we are experiencing today are because of the trauma that our parents our grandparents shit even our great-grandparents you know all these people before us that went through with all these traumas and our society continues to abuse us the, the elite that are running the show, they know how to take care of or how to, how to mentally manipulate us. They know how they understand consciousness. They're understanding genetics. How many illnesses do we have today 
things from like cancer to heart attacks to, you know, like these weird genetic alterations that are going on that are from trauma itself that are from, you know, like, like having to deal with losing your fucking home and everything you own, having to deal with, you know, having gone through things like Holocaust that like, you know, your family doesn't really want to talk about or a family member who was drinking and, or like a, who got killed by a drunk driver or like things like that. Like, and you experience that. It's like, we don't have a society based on trying to heal our traumas anymore. And the little bit that we were trying to get through, um, prior to this whole COVID thing about the mental health and stuff, because mental health actually kind of mattered in some sense, it had a long way to go, but it was kind of in a general sense, it was starting to get there prior to this whole COVID thing. And now you no longer matter as a spiritual being as you're only your body that we need to look after. Because if you end up in the hospital, you know, it, it then you don't if you don't take the vaccine you don't wear your masks and stuff even though it might not be good for your mental spiritual emotional health if you don't you know do as you're told your body it's the only thing that matters being sick and you know getting fixed it's covid is the only thing that matters now it, it's a complete destruction of what makes us human in order to be able to control the body. So, man, <laughs> this epigenetic stuff, man, this, this, this stuff is just incredible. And it's so next level. And that's the thing is, you know, these people at the top are understanding this stuff. And it, it's, they're using this COVID as an excuse in order to be able to, you know, like, get back at us and never truly give us our power. Like, you know, Agenda 21, like, you know, they, they want, when you read things like Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 and Agenda 2050, these things sound beautiful. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to preserve diversity of animals and we're going to preserve our environment and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to, you know, like whittle down the population a little bit and we're going to have more things, you know, like more order and more, you know, we're going to be in love with nature, 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 nature. But what we fail to realize is that we're not doing this on our own accord. This is the plan. We, I never signed on to this plan. I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. I would love to actually, you know, like be able to bring things back to nature and be able to bring people into the movements of nature and things and be able to use things like, you know, our technologies in unison with the rhythms of nature like you know like being able to build like you know smart like uh smart homes that are like made out of cob and stuff like let's combine this stuff like humans are incredibly intelligent they are creative as fuck and wow have they ever made strides when given the ability to actually be able to do so without money being in the way and people dying you know <laughs> over being creative um but when you look at these things, it's the elite controlling us. We're going to tell you where you're going to live. We're going to tell you what you're going to eat. You're gonna, we're going to tell you how you're going to operate. We're going to tell you how you're going to feel. You're going to have all these smart technologies, you know, your TV in your living room, that you're, we're going to be able to watch you at all times. We're going to have a GPS on your phone. You're going to have to have a chip in order to be able to, like, go buy things now. And we're going to be able to have the cryptocurrency system, you know, Bill Gates, 060606, his patent. Uh, we're going to be able to tell you what you can and cannot do with your money. And if you don't do what we want you to do with your, with your life, you're not going to have access to your money. It's just like, holy crap. 
you know, and using the abuse and the genetic encoding that they know now, you know, with the, with the consciousness and all this stuff, it's like being able to entirely take you over and control you from the inside out. Wow. Incredible stuff. Absolutely incredible stuff. Like, whoa, it just, it blows your mind when you actually start thinking about this, this kind of stuff. It was a quote that I was listening to from David Snyder um, a little while ago. He has some stuff on YouTube. I strongly recommend you check out his stuff. Courses are quite expensive, but they're quite knowledge field. So if you can afford his courses, definitely take them. But if you don't have $2,000 to drop on a course, probably, you know, just, just go with the little bit that he has. So he has quite a lot for free, actually, and he does lives here or there. And you can go on his lives and uh, check out his stuff and converse with him while he's there. He does set that aside for people to be able to come um, and gain knowledge from him and ask him questions and things. So it's not like he's that much of a dick, but he is. his courses are quite, you know, um, knowledge filled and they are like accredited for university and stuff. It's, it's not just, um, trash that you're paying for that, you know, it's like, Oh man, you're, you're not going to regret that kind of stuff. But he was saying like one of his teachers, um, said, and I'm going to try and get this quote, right. If I know you better than you know me, I can influence you. If I know you better than you know yourself, I can control you. That has some pretty powerful impact. If you do not know yourself and you do not know who you are, you are at the full mercy of anybody who tries to come your way and programs what you what they want you to be who they want you to be you lose yourself entirely to the identifications of the system and the people who want you to be what they want you to be if you know nothing about yourself if you know nothing about your spirit if you know nothing about who you are if you know nothing about like things like epigenetics, if you know nothing about healing yourself, you know nothing about relationship, if you know nothing about the rhythms, if you don't know anything about natural law, if you don't know anything at all other than the shit they show you on TV, you're, you're, you, you, we, we sit here and say that you know the people at the top are puppets. You know, people like Justin Trudeau and stuff are puppets. They, they get these things. That's why they're able to do to you what they can. And that's why you allow it is because you do not know these things. You need to learn these things. And the science is out there. The information is out there. Like I just sent you two uh, PDF like our links. You can go download those books for free. And as always, please support the author if you can or go to your local library and take out these books. I can almost guarantee you if you try and like um, order these books from your library and they don't have them, they will be able to get them for you because these books are good reads, incredibly good reads, incredibly informational. And it's not like they're books from a hundred years ago. These are newer books. But this, this one from Mark is from like what the mid 2000 or mid uh, 2015 or something. This, this one is not that old. Same with deep nutrition. It's not that old. 
This is this is based on the newest updates of information, and there's constantly more information coming out here or there. But I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. I think that's good. I'm going to pop off here, you guys, and uh, I'm going to be talking a little more, a little bit more about natural law and consciousness and stuff going forward, um, sovereignty, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like you know we can go off about COVID and how this shit is stupid all day long. But this is the stuff that we need to comprehend if we're going to take over the system because we need to be responsible for ourselves and know who we are so that nobody from the outside can influence us, influence us with bullshit lies because we'll know exactly what it is, that it's a bullshit lie. So on that note, we're going to pop off and I will catch you guys again next week, Thursday. Have a very happy Thursday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.